Hello, my name's Lee, and welcome to Candle Conversations, where we have open and honest conversations about the care community at large. Today, I'm joined by Andy Ross, from CEO of the Karula Group. Um, Karula Group are one of the top 50 apprentice employers in the UK, and Karula are committed to a long-term business strategy that fully embraces the apprenticeship programme. Thank you ever so much for joining us today. Can you tell us uh, a little bit about yourself and, and how you got to where you are today? Sure. So I'm the CEO of Karula. We we provide accountancy and umbrella payroll solutions to um, the UK's agile workforce, which is contractors, freelancers, people basically who are self-employed. Um, I've been with the business for about a year now, but prior to that, for the last 20 years, I've been the CEO of uh, a variety of different businesses, and every single business has, uh, has actually uh, used apprentices. So I'm pretty well versed in terms of what the apprenticeship program can bring to a business. Uh, but it's also quite personal. I left school at 16 in 1980, went into the steelworks in, in South Yorkshire, and I did the equivalent of an apprenticeship. Uh, for four or five years, I was trained in a variety of different disciplines. So I didn't go to university, I, I left school, and it's never held me back. Uh, and I feel quite strongly that um, within the UK, we need to offer career level uh, sorry, entry-level careers to people without forcing them to go to university. Most businesses don't need a university degree um, for the jobs that uh, are to be done. They need people who are uh, literate, numerate, and have got the right kind of attitude and character. So we are able to take people out of the education system and offer them formal training, the ability to to uh, learn a profession, the ability to get degree level qualifications whilst earning and learning. Uh, and after three or four years, they will have a degree level qualification. They'll have three or four years of experience and they won't have any student debt. Uh, and I'm a great believer in that. I, I managed to build a career coming that route. And I think we as a as an economy, we as a country need to offer people the same opportunity now that, that I had back then. And, and we're very much building our business using that model, and it is proving to be incredibly successful. Couldn't agree more. I mean, uh, I myself went to university, um, and after three years, um, on day one of the job as a graphic designer, I had no idea what I was doing, and I could have really used that real-world experience. Um, now, Karula themselves have, have been really at the forefront of uh, apprenticeship initiatives. Um, and you, from the offset, you sort of established yourselves as a, as a leader in apprenticeship delivery. Um, can you tell us a little bit about your, your organization's core values? Sure. So, uh, again, I'm a very strong believer in having strong core values and embedding them in the business and using them uh, to build uh, as the foundation of the business, but also to, to create a culture that people... Uh, understand what you're trying to be as a business and not just what you do but who you are so we very much um when we're bringing apprentices on board a lot of the um assessment that we do early on is to explain what our values are and see if they map on to the to to the individuals we're very much in that higher character trained skill kind of um frame of mind when we're doing the the assessments but for anybody who joins our business not just apprentices so we have three core values and and each of them are really important in terms of how people can 
can can develop and and feel when they're when they're working for Karula. So the first value is to be yourself, and this is about allowing people to uh, to come into the to the work environment to feel comfortable in their own skin, to to be able to express themselves in the way that they would outside work, to feel safe and supported uh, in that way, um, and we should you know always seek to encourage diversity we should be inclusive we should recognize that everybody is an individual and allow them to be that individual so be yourself is very much the first of our, our core values the second is play for the team and that's really ensuring that people understand that when they're in Karula working they are part of a team no one works in this business in isolation. I don't work in isolation, and, and, and nor does, does anybody else. But to be effective in a team, you need to understand what you're trying to achieve. You need to understand what your role is within that team. And you need to be um, nurtured and mentored, mentored and coached by the people who run those teams. And, and it's really encouraging, actually, that a lot of the people who are now running teams with our new apprentices in originally were apprentices themselves. And we've given them the ability to, to grow into management and, and supervisory roles. Uh, and we've given them, and, and part of our Karula Academy, which is what we used to train people, uh, has just launched a management development program that our former apprentices are, are, are now going through. So the second value is play for the team. Uh, and it's really, really important that people uh, put the team above themselves. And then the third value is, is, is making it happen. And that's really, encouraging people to make decisions and to, to 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 get things done and to feel confident that they're able to do that um uh, in in the context of still being uh managed and, and coached and mentored but people need to have the ability to, to 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 learn from either doing things well or making mistakes and and you know we all do that and we all learn from that and we've got a culture where we encourage people to get on and do it and you know that sort of sense of speed is really important in the business, particularly when when you're trying to do what we we are, which is grow ahead of a uh, competition. So our three values, and they're really really important, are be yourself, play for the team, and make it happen. And you know the the beauty of of our apprentices coming in is, you know we can we can help them understand how we work as a business what our own processes are they're not they've not been conditioned for the world of work in the education system so we're their first really real sort of benchmark um yardstick in terms of this and and we find that our apprentices very quickly embrace what we're trying to do and it does help that we mapped them on from a, a personality point of view during the assessment process we're pretty confident once they join the business that they'll find it easy to 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 um to to sort of thrive within the culture and values that we've got as business what a journey um it, it's i mean you've, you've mentioned there that you've got managers in place that were apprentice apprentices themselves um so that's really full circle and and then you you also briefly touched upon um the apprenticeship academy um that, that you yourselves have set up what, what sort of spurred you on to to set up your own academy within the business I think um, I've learned from pre in previous companies that you need that structure and that formality to allow people to progress in a in a in a in a logical manner. And I think having a, a strong tr set of training partners uh, and working together to to structure that learning in a way that makes sense 
um, for both the apprentice in terms of the order that they learn things, but also the, the way that we can then deploy those apprentices within the business. Um, there's a logical flow to how they develop their understanding and their skill sets, particularly if we take accountancy, which is uh, one of our, our core areas. We, we have to do that in a certain order and we needed to have a formal plan. What we've done to align with that plan is we've created some incentives so that every time that an apprentice passes an exam, they get a monetary reward and they know what that is in advance. We've also done it so that as they progress through their apprenticeship and learn skills and are able to add more value to the business, they get salary increments as well, and they understand what those increments are and when they're going to happen. So we needed to bring all that together in, into a formal structure. And, and the Cruiser Academy is, is a great way of doing that. It makes them feel like they belong to something. It makes them understand that they're on a journey. They understand where they are in that journey at any point in time. And it allows us to track their progress and, and understand, you know, at what point do they come out of that and, and you know, and at what point do we need to feed more people in? And, and the way we structured it is that every year we'll be able to have an intake as as our apprentices has progressed, we fill in behind. And, and we needed uh, we needed a structure to to build. Uh, around that to make sure that we did it in a in a in a logical and controlled way and the academy is um is the perfect way of doing that yeah i suppose that's that's the the perfect way of of complementing the the actual career path as well as that sort of de developmental path um and i mean it's so refreshing to hear those sorts of words because it's it's 82 percent of uh apprentices that succeed have have to have a clear development path. That that's all they want to see. Um, having monetary that, um, incentives on top of that, what a bonus! You're not going to see many universities offering that sort of level of uh, commitment to their, their um, learners. Now, um, speaking of commitment, now you've made a commitment to the training and development of all of your colleagues, um, but it doesn't stop there. Um, you've made a decision to invest and gift any unspent levy funds. Um, to provide support to smaller businesses. Um, what, what sort of made you take that decision? Why, why did you think that supporting these smaller businesses was so important? I think there's a, there's a couple of things here. The, the first is it's the right thing to do, um, you know, and, and as a responsible employer and also an organisation that wants to uh, offer opportunities to, to, to both local businesses and, and businesses on a broader scale, uh, it feels like it, it, you know, it aligns with what, what we're trying to be as a business. But secondly, part of our business is, is to be an umbrella payroll provider. And, and we happen to have a business model. Uh, and the way it works is that means we have an awful lot of uh, employees in the umbrella business where we get apprenticeship levy. And we just cannot, as, as, as an organization the size we are, take advantage of all the levy that we accumulate. But we do have the ability to gift it to other organizations. So that's what we've been doing. And, and we've we've had help from some of our partners to make sure that we focus on that. We've picked the children's care sector. I think there's a very, um, you know, there's a, there's a very good reason for doing that in terms of uh, they potentially can't afford to, to do this on their own. Uh, and, and to date, we've we donated 585,000 to organizations in, in, in that area, and we've helped I think today to fund 87 apprenticeships. So, 
yeah, and we'll continue to do that. Um, we've also got a further um, gifting arrangement with, with the FCSA, which is a, an organisation in the umbrella payroll world, where we're providing them, uh, today we've pledged £200,000 to allow them to share that with other businesses as well. So, you know, it's it's this funding is available and if we don't use it, it goes back to the government unspent. So we just felt it... Um, it was incumbent upon us to help other organisations take advantage of that. And at the end of the day, by taking advantage, they're offering further career opportunities and training opportunities to, to apprentices. So whilst that doesn't directly uh, benefit us as a business, it does impact both society and the economy. And therefore, as I said right at the start, uh, it feels like the right thing to do. Couldn't agree more. I mean, the residential childcare sector continues to struggle, really, just with that increasing demand for um, skilled care workers. Um, and it's it's just wonderful to hear that you recognise the importance of that vital sector, um, and you're doing your part in sort of closing those those skills gaps. Um, <clears throat> now, you, you're working with Paragon Skills. Um, <clears throat> what? Was there any factors that uh, influenced your decision to partner with Paragon Skills for this this levy initiative? Well, I think there's 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 a number of reasons why why we partner with Paragon. The first is because they are our key training partner in the accountancy world. So we've built a relationship both at a business level and, and between the individuals, uh, and also um, they were able to help us navigate what we're trying to do in the in the levy gifting. Uh, approach. So it just made sense to extend what we're doing uh, with Paragon in our own apprenticeships to to do that broader thing. And you know, and the, the sort of um, proof of the pudding is in the eating kind of thing here is you only have to look at how much we've been able to pledge in a reasonably short period of time and the impact that that that's having. And the fact that you know Paragon were willing to take a lot of the effort away from us because we didn't quite know how to do it. Uh, means that we can achieve our objective uh, by having the support of someone we're already working with in the training world. Collaboration is key, absolutely. And with someone like yourselves, you, you've you've fully embraced everything apprenticeship from the start. Um, can you can you sort of describe the collaborative process with Paragon Skills? Um, how, how that sort of process has evolved over time. Uh, well, I can only really speak for the time that I've been here, but in the time I've been here, um, they've been uh, absolutely crucial in helping us set up the academy. You know, they, they, the, the, the way that we're deploying the training, the way we're, we're monitoring that, the way we're encouraging um, and, and allowing people to, to study us alongside uh, how we work, you know, we rely on our training partner to help us understand how to do that well. We've got people in our business who know how to, you know, do the the people management side of apprenticeships. But the, the need for a strong partner like Paragon on the training side is that that's their speciality. So when you bring the two things together, we know what we're trying to be as a business. We know what skills and um amount of resource we need to do what we're trying to do as a business but then we need a training partner who can uh, help us do all that side of it in a in a very streamlined way in a very effective way and um you know having the regular checkpoints that we do allows us to make sure that we're keeping this thing on track and, and obviously as we've built it up 
on you know 59 apprentices coming into the business this year we need to know it's going to work in a very smooth and streamlined fashion and yeah we've built our level of i can see we've built that level of of um trust uh, our understanding of what each side brings to it and and the way that we're going to do it and having that continuity and that experience and that uh, longevity just means that as we build this up we know it's uh, it's going to work smoothly and effectively we've already passed that that five hundred thousand pound that that <clears throat> half a million pound pledge threshold and you've already mentioned there that another couple of hundred thousand pounds going forward to that to the um, levy pledge itself i mean what are your your future plans with with the levy fund well, we'll we'll continue to exploit it ourselves because obviously it helps us in terms of uh, funding the training for our own apprenticeships. But we'll also, um, through our apprenticeship team, um, seek to make sure we deploy everything that we've got as, as a levy fund, either internally or externally. It, it would be, I think, remiss of us as a business if we didn't provide the opportunity for other organizations to take advantage of our levy pot it's it's a pot that's larger than we'll ever need ourselves so we'd, we'll just continually commit to finding good causes and and the right places to deploy that uh, to the benefit of other organizations now um with the actual the the, the child care sector um, what what are your hopes um, that the the future impact of this initiative will have on that childcare sector? Well, the first thing is it you know it itself is providing an uh, an absolutely vital service and 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 um, looking after people who need that kind of care. But I guess our ultimate uh, goal would be that there are people coming out of having benefited from being looked after by that childcare sector who then can go into a apprenticeships potentially with us or potentially with other people. So, you know, there is, it's one of the reasons for, for why we think it's a good linkage here is that, um, you know, the, the future beneficiaries of, of apprenticeships may be currently in the, in the childcare sector. And it is making a huge difference. I mean, I spoke with Pete, Dyer Davis from um, Oakham House, and he himself said that they were extremely grateful for the funding that their staff um, apprenticeship scheme has had. Um, and it's been incredibly beneficial um, to know that their children are being cared for by skilled staff who have the knowledge and ability to support them through their individual circumstances. So already it's making a huge difference. Um, and, and I myself can't thank you enough. I'm sure they themselves can't thank you enough. I mean, <clears throat> If 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 I was an outside organisation and I was thinking, right, I want to get involved in this. I want I want to help some people out. I want to I want to um, put some money down on the levy itself. I want to pledge. What would be your advice to them? Uh, come and talk to those kind of organisations like ours who are already doing it, or or people like Paragon. Um, the other thing I would say is that you know people are very quick to knock government for for, for all sorts of policies. Quite rightly, in in many cases, I'm sure, but. You have to say that this is one government policy that, that I mean, is from, from various different um, flavours of government that has worked absolutely fantastically. And and that whole idea of the levy pot and the ability to, to share it is really for, you know, forward thinking. And I think, you know, we should be thankful that the, the, that it is there and we're able to do it. Uh, but if people want to take advantage of it, they should 
um, you know, explore what the potential is within it, and then they should come and talk to organisations like us about how we've managed to to make it uh, work in practice. Absolutely fantastic. Thank you ever so much for, for offering to help on that one. Um, so we've talked today about uh, apprenticeships, the joy that they can bring to the business, and we've also talked about the levy itself. Um, you know, you're an absolute bastion when it comes to apprentices. Um, you've been through the journey yourself. Um, I'm a learner or a potential learner. I'm thinking about doing an apprenticeship myself. What would be your advice to me? So I'd, I'd go back to some of the points I made earlier. Think about what it is you're looking to do in terms of career, both in terms of what you're interested in, what you think you're good at, and, and you know, what your aspirations are. And explore what types of apprenticeship you know, is available to support you in doing that um, as an alternative to, to potentially staying in further education and funding that yourself through student loans or whatever. You know, the, the, I think there are three main benefits for, for people who potentially go into apprenticeship. The first is they get into the world of work and they start earning um, a salary. And, and that helps them in terms of um, supporting themselves and, and you know giving them uh, options in terms of lifestyle choices. The second is that the apprenticeship program is structured in such a way that they are going to get excellent training that will lead to qualifications. Uh, and um, that potentially pushes them along the journey they want to go. And then the third thing I would say is, if they find it's not what they want to do, they've still learned about the world of work. They still have the opportunity to to um, to have a go at whatever it is that they they've chosen in the first place. And it's not uh, too late for them to 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 try something else. And that's I think that really is an important point. That um, yeah the. the and we're doing it with our apprentices. If we find people who've got the ability to, or the, or the skill set that's maybe slightly um, suited to something else, we can offer them that opportunity. And, and a lot of employers will do that because um, if they find people who sort of fit in with what they're trying to be as a business, we can accommodate that and, and potentially train them, you know, in a slightly different set of things. So it gives people optionality afterwards, but. You know, I would, unless you want to be something, you know, if you want to be a doctor or, or, you know, a profession where you have to have degrees to, to be able to do it, I would say choose carefully and look at apprenticeships uh, as potentially uh, the most attractive way to get into the world of work. Fantastic, Andy. Thank you so much. Thank you ever so much for joining me today. Um, I've learned an incredible lot about, about the actual business itself, uh, you know, and it's great to see someone doing something so good, not only for the people around them, but for the community itself. Um, thanks again for, for joining us today, Andy. Thank you.